0: Welcome to episode 6 where we're talking to Dest Erotica today on... Talk Dirty To Me Talk
1: Dirty To
0: Me Alright, we're here with Dest. You might know him as Dest Erotica and he is a 3D erotic artist and we're gonna be talking a lot about uh, today about his work, what kind of uh, work he does and kind of the basics of it because it's too complicated for me to even imagine it's all technology crap that i fucking hate so anyway say hi to everyone hello oh you're so enthusiastic (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so first tell us what it is you do in the field of erotic art and kind of the basics of all of your uh 3d modeling and stuff
1: all right well like you said i do um I like to say it's more erotic than it is pornographic, but I do erotic 3D art or CG art more, more to say. It's not really 3D. You're not looking at it and you don't have to wear any kind of special yeah, glasses. Or <laughs> yeah. So it's more like CG <laughs> erotic. Art. That's the basis of it.
0: Okay, cool. So like, um, like how would you describe it to someone who doesn't know anything about technology or anything about kind of those kind of images? well like, i mean would you how would you describe it or um what kind of like is there like an animated movie or something that you would kind of say it resembles
1: uh not my style specifically but if i were to tell this to any layman it would be you know frozen yeah okay imagine frozen
0: yeah naked
1: <laughs> that's that <laughs>
0: frozen but naked you know how many people just got turned on by you just saying that <laughs> okay so um yeah like it's more realistic than that though like it's not just like drawings like a cartoon yeah. movie but like it looks it's a lot more realistic like i've seen one or two images of yours that you've sent to me that i actually thought was like a photograph
1: yeah i mean that's something super
0: realistic it, sometimes.
1: um a lot of people in our field or my field um, tend to go more not cartoony, but just more bimbo-y. I I strive.
0: Yeah, that see. Yeah, and that's you know that that's one of the things that I like about your work specifically. Like I can go on um, any of these sites that we share and stuff and I everyone's work just all looks identical I couldn't point out oh yeah I know who did that because uh his style is so unique or anything no they all look the same all of their characters have enormous tits and tiny barbie waists and everyone looks the same but your work is always like it's realistic the characters have flaws and you know they look like real actual people and that's why you can look at a picture of yours sometimes and be like oh yeah that's a picture of oh wait no that's not a photo that's like <laughs> that's actual like a 3d model or a do you call it a 3d model a 3d model
1: picture usually it's just how i
0: usually Yeah. It. so yeah sometimes like i've actually looked at them and like and thought it was a photograph of a woman but it's not, but because it actually looks like a real person. So, yeah, that's really fucking cool. So, how do you, like the basics, like layman's terms, yeah. how do you actually make your models for certain programs and that kind of thing? Well,
1: um, the program I utilize the most is um, Daz 3D or Daz Studio. <laughs> um it's a free program it's free to start for anybody that wants to try something like this not even erotic wise just in general um so i utilize uh their free model uh genesis female eight now i'm working with i used to work with three a lot um but from there i model off of a base so i imagine something like a, a clay mold or a clay ball you know, you utilize that to make some, to make a sculpture. So I, in the same way, I do that. I I utilize the base and work with that base to make something um, realistic. I guess in my terms, it's not a, it's not always. I don't okay,
0: always. So yeah, those. like all. Yeah, so yeah, like digital clay modeling, basically, more yeah. or
1: less. Yeah, working cool. from that.
0: So how long have you been? how long have you been doing it well approximately
1: if we're talking about erotic art i've been doing it for more more or less seven years but dad's studio stuff i'd say about five ish five to six.
0: Oh, okay
1: because i started way so- before this with the just utilizing game model like n- nude models
0: okay yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask what you what you used before that but yeah so Daz made it a lot easier
1: uh no thinking. it made it a lot harder because because <laughs> <I>, before <laughs> I, I, I was just utilizing a pre-made model just i did nothing to it i just utilized it.
0: oh okay when i got into Daz. Remember, but now you can actually bake my own things do your own yeah. stuff yeah so i'm learning okay. that. Awesome. yeah of course so, uh, what is it about this particular medium that you find so alluring? Like, why did it, like you could do anything like draw or paint or, you know, there's probably a billion ways that you could do some kind of art or erotic art. Why did you choose this specifically?
1: Three uh, D modeling was always something that I, I liked. You know, growing up as a kid, you see movies like Shrek and shit, and it's just like, wow, really, really? you know, that's really cool how do they do that? So it was more of like, and I played a ton of video games. So that also helped my,
0: (laughs) uh,
1: I guess, interest in 3d. So for a little bit, I wanted to figure out, okay, how, how do people make these things? So I eventually just learned, I I tried to learn blender that didn't go over too well, but it gave me the basis of like, okay, this is how a 3d model is kind of made. From there, I was just trying to figure out, okay, how do I make something like, f- lack of a better term, just like Shrek or, or Frozen, but not put in like all of those man hours that those movies are made? Uh, eventually,
0: yeah, I
1: eventually, I was turned to Poser and Daz. They're kind of hand in hand, just one uses a different thing, uh, engine to render out images um that's just a little bit more easy for me to use uh, like I, I i took to it a little bit easier and from there i was able uh, through through my own need to make like celebrities like to recreate them i was able to just learn okay this is how a face is structured this is how uh let's say lady gaga her nose is huge so this is how it's it looks like a side profile and a front <laughs> profile. Like I learned, I learned a lot through trying to know these kinds of things.
0: Yeah, like learning these. Yeah, I've so. I've
1: learned a huge amount of anatomy through uh, through my time with Daz Studio.
0: Yeah, see, I love that kind of stuff because, like, the movements and stuff are so realistic. Whereas, uh, again, other ones just look like they look like their characters are supposed to be made of rubber. Yeah, like they're not moving in a natural yeah, way.
1: Yeah, I, I always try to strive. I always try to strive for realism, if not in how my character looks or the characters I make look, um, at least in the movement, in believability, in how they are posed. The best I can. Sometimes you you got to finagle something. You got to use kind of forced perspective on certain things I've learned.
0: Yeah. You got to be creative. Mm -hmm. Of course. But. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, no. I was was just going to say, but you know, how I want things to look, I can make them look the way that I intended them.
0: Yeah awesome see yeah that's probably like i've only i've seen what you have showed me i've never tried to do any of this on my own because let's face it i probably couldn't even manage to download a fucking program to do it but it it looks really interesting because i I like the kind of clay model analogy because it is kind of like if i was gonna draw a person you know all in some crazy sexual position or something it would be hard to kind of figure out where everything was supposed to go because it's all one dimension and but yeah like if you have a model on one of those programs you can turn it around you can see what it looks like from different angles and all this stuff and and be adding stuff on and seeing it from a different perspective and I feel like that would not necessarily make it easier but make it it's just more pliable.
1: I, I would say just, you have a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a good space of like a good idea of, of, the space.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, how would you view your type of work compared to other forms of both art and porn?
1: Uh, like I said before, I, I'd like to think of my stuff more as erotic than it is pornographic. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of things – I mean, how I started out and how I still work is more fetish-focused than it is, like, straight-up porn. It's probably the reason why I don't make a lot of, like, comics or anything because it's just – I. not to say I don't like it. It's just, like, I can't see myself doing it
0: like, mm-hmm. for too
1: uh, – a, a series of images for too long. So it definitely I, I tend to – yeah. More on the uh, erotic side of things. Because sometimes it's, it, like, it's not even super sexual. It, it's definitely fetish e, but it's not, like, super sexual.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, <clears throat> I think I know what you mean. Like, it's not you're trying to put something together to get people off. You're just trying to create something. Yeah,
1: sometimes. You know, more... It's definitely like I said, more erotic. Like I do want to turn people on, but not like. Yeah, my my goal isn't really to get them off at that point.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's a complicated like middle. Yeah, yeah definitely. Kind of like it can be really hard to describe. I have the same problem where I'm just like I have a hard time describing what I do exactly. But yeah, it is so when people like, like if because obviously you take yeah. commissions when someone say commission something that obviously like they're they're not commissioning like some people do but say someone commissions a f- picture from you and like it's obvious that they want it because it's like porn for them It's it's something that uh something that i talked about before with sebastian with the erotica it's like uh yeah, you're not gonna just go on Pornhub and find this idea because it's either too extreme, too specific, or maybe it's like fantasy or sci-fi related, and it's just it's not gonna be in existence already. And they want something custom. So if someone commissions something from you, and it's obviously for them, it's pornographic. They want it as like hmm. to get off to. Do you feel like you don't like getting those commissions as much, or you don't like doing that kind of work because you because it's more in that realm rather than the art realm, or do you still see it as just an opportunity to create something and it's I still art to you?
1: Definitely the latter. Um, I definitely <laughs> take the opportunity to create something. Um, not everything that is thrown my way is something I'm excited to always do even actually more more often than not mm. something that you would think is more my speed more my tone like oh yeah this is something he would totally do it's something i i not very excited and kind of push through as quickly as i can
0: yeah
1: um the the pornographic <laughs> ones i would say are definitely more challenging because it's just something i don't do that often so i take it as like oh
0: yeah you're not thinking it yeah in so that i way.
1: take it as a as a moment to to take advantage and do something with it. Actually, just recently, um, somebody commissioned me to do uh, two images. Uh, one was uh, a lesbian kind of, of scene, which I don't normally do at all. Um, it just never crossed my mind to do. And then one to do, uh, the second one was a pegging kind of scene. And I don't do those usually. Like my, my, my work is more straight focused <laughs> or more hetero. Um, that's to say I do the opposite, but it just, mm-hmm. I, my audience has never, has never been that kind of thing to tell, like to guide me to do something more, uh, I guess, flipped, um, do yeah. my, uh, my work. Like I, I, I'm definitely more focused on, uh, how my audience gauges to my work, but I digress. But yeah, mm-hmm. like those, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but those do. those two <laughs> latest commissions were, were interesting to me because I've just never done them before. And to do it in a way that my customer is satisfied with it is rewarding to me because it's just like, okay, cool. I can do this. I can do something mm-hmm. in this uh, vein.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that kind of – that feeling too when it's like you get something different that you've never done before and it's like oh a chance to spread your yeah. wings <laughs> and but i also get kind of depending on what the commission is i get kind of this fear like oh I don't normally do this. This isn't something I'm specifically personally into. Am I gonna make it come across in a totally way, in a way that they don't want? Like, am I gonna fuck this up? Because I've never done it before. And then you get you know, your uh, feedback and they're just like, oh, it's perfect. And I'm like, uh. Yeah,
1: whew. kind of
0: over- a <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Major relief. Okay, so uh, what kind of what kind of fetishes do you do most often? Like, what's your kind of uh, bread and butter? Oh, <laughs> oh dogs shaking my back.
1: Um, me. <laughs> uh, most would say I definitely focus on one, but I I would say I focus on two specific fetishes. Um, one may not be considered a fetish. Uh,
0: <laughs> I know what yeah. one of them is. <laughs> it's
1: not a secret. I, I'm I'm very it's just a thing I do. Yeah. The, the one.
0: Oh, you oh okay. Cut out there.
1: Um, uh, well, the, my, my number one foundation, the one I think I, well, the one I know I got into this whole deal was, is definitely, uh, it's definitely feet. Definitely. I've always been to it, into it. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely the push that got me into this genre because I just didn't see what I wanted to see. So I made what I wanted to see. Um, Yeah, and the second one is, a lot of people wouldn't consider it a fetish, but it's something I like to definitely do, and that you've complimented me in doing many, many times is just, uh, (laughs) making, making realistic people, making people with flaws, not making these these bimbos, not making these superstars, just making somebody that you think that you that that seems like somebody you would
0: see on the that yeah. you would see yeah like like uh we did the comic about uh the teacher yeah. the professor and she's a super like average normal looking like middle-aged woman she's by no means anything you would see like in porn like she's not a bimbo she's a person she's that that teacher that everyone you know all you guys probably had when you were uh younger in uh, grade school and stuff that you kind of thought was hot yeah. <laughs> you know it, so you can kind of immerse yourself. That's in that.
1: the idea. I mean, i've I've gotten feedback on those kinds of characters, and it's just it's this weird it's this weird middle ground where people either like it because they get that, or they don't because they because they're looking yeah, for something that is what you would normally see in this world, uh, both in three D, yeah, three D porn, and just porn in general.
0: Yeah, exactly. But the great thing about it is that all those people who want the, you know, bimbo porn, and bimbo models and stuff, there's plenty of that. Because that's all anyone's doing. So there might be less people looking for the realistic stuff. But for all those people who are looking for the realistic stuff, they can't really find it very many places. So they'll see your work and be like, finally, you know? And then all of a sudden, they're they're a long, you know, long time yeah, fan.
1: That's true. I mean, the, the it's, it's, it's 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 definitely a niche crowd, for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, it's this, it's the same with my work. Like, how I don't do nudity. It's like people either are like, well, what the fuck is the point? And it's like, well, there might not be a point for you. Then move on. There's about you know, fifty people on Reddit, <laughs> more than that. Who are offering nudity. So go find one of them. But then the people that love that I'm in lingerie teasing and not showing everything, they fucking mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> so it's like you you get to cater to those people and then everyone's happy because everyone can at least find someone who offers what they want. Yeah. It's the joke of the day. All right, this one's a good one. What do you get when you cross a dick with a potato? A dictator. <laughs> uh, I am such a loser. So, what uh, obviously I like you said you would do a lot of mm. foot stuff. I would assume that's your favorite, since that's what you, I know. That's what you're into, and that's kind of what got you into it. You wanted to, like you said, I want to make what I want to see. Is there any other kind of favorites that you like to focus on? Not really, no. <laughs> or like, or like maybe <laughs> no. Come, okay. How about the uh, other end of the spectrum? Is there any anything that you have been requested to do, or anything you've done for a commission that you really disliked? or that you wouldn't do again.
1: It it's not really the content, it's more the person. When I was working on commissions. So it's okay. not there's no specific like thing I wouldn't. Well, well there are a couple things I just don't do just straight up. Like I have my my limits, but Yeah. Um it, when it comes to a piece that I just wasn't too excited about, like back when I was on Tumblr there was this guy that requested a, a number of images and just the way that he went about uh, working with me and everything, because he didn't know what he wanted, it, it was a miserable experience. Oh, um, I hate
0: that. Yeah, they they don't know what they want, so they throw out a couple ideas, and you have to like build on them for an extended period of time, like an extended conversation where you just you're like trying to convince them of what they want because they can't like put it together themselves well this
1: one was even worse because this guy just kept deciding because he gave me references for to make a a character that looked like somebody (coughs) and he just kept switching the references so it was a miserable experience
0: oh god
1: because you you know you know best that i put a lot of time and work into making something look like somebody like for celebrities uh, oh, yeah. I put in a ton of time to make it make it look like somebody and I have people like you and other people uh, other friends and to help me gauge like okay does this look like this person as close as I can yeah. until I get to the point where.
0: The, yeah there are yeah like, there are a lot of times when you just send me a picture without saying anything and I'm like oh my god, girls are handsome yeah <laughs> or that oh that one about, one with Rihanna oh my god, that was just automatically, it was like, I know who that is. <laughs> and
1: that's great. I, I like that, that I can so at awesome. least get those features and copy it to the point where, okay, it looks like somebody.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned having your limits. So what are your limits?
1: What Underage you content, do? furry, and toilet play.
0: Yeah, same as me. You won't do you want furry. Uh, it's not
1: that I won't do it. It's not that I don't want to do it. It's just more...
0: I, it, it would be hard to do that in a render, wouldn't it?
1: it it's hard to make it look good.
0: <laughs> okay, is it actually the fur? No, it's is not it the good? fur.
1: It's it's making it look anthropomorphic. It's it's making it look.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Of of a human and an animal, and I just don't have the ability to make something look that like like that. So I I tend to
0: use pre made
1: assets to make.
0: And then it's just not. Yeah, and
1: it's just not. It's not that I won't do it. For furries, it's not that I I won't do it. It's more I can't do it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And you won't do toilet play stuff. That's
1: another thing. It's not that I won't do it. It's just more I can't make it look good.
0: Oh, really? You've gotten really good at the comm.
1: That's utilizing pre-made stuff. (laughs) That's not really me.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Because I remember the, like, the first couple times I saw it, it, it just, it, it looked like icing. <laughs> like, it was, it looked like someone had, uh, I've seen some of them, too, like, on uh, 3DX, that some of them just looked like someone went in on, like, paint and, like, used the white eraser part, and, just, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that doesn't look like gum. But you, like, I feel like there was one recently that you did that I saw, and I was like, oh, That actually looks really good now. Oh, it was, uh, who's the, the chick that, um, the talk chick? The what? I can never fucking remember her name. The, the chick that you have, like, crying, she has the red tipped hair.
1: Oh, uh, Angie, I think.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Angie. Why do I never remember the name? Because
1: I don't utilize it that often. (laughs) Um, but yeah, well, that one's, it's weird. Like something, it, it, I've learned that it all depends on the lighting. Like it, it's just, it's just like film or photography. It really depends on the lighting.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I utilized for that image what I've utilized in the past, but lighting just made it look a lot better than it, it did, or that it normally did before. It's weird.
0: Okay. Let's see. That's how you learn, and like even like you said, you've been doing this for about five to seven years like depending on what programs you're using but i've only known you for like two years and even just in that time your work has progressed so much it's almost like unrecognizable uh, like you've gotten so much better. yeah
1: well i have i have, I have you to thank and everybody in 3dx because it's just um it's very uh, it's a very uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, welcoming uh community um
0: Oh yeah, everyone's always willing and to help I, there. I don't. I'm not there as much because I don't do the 3D art. But. Yeah,
1: everybody's willing to help, which is really <laughs> amazing. I'm, I'm very happy. I found a community that's as welcoming as as the 3DX. Because it, it doesn't matter what your skill level is. Uh, if you just started out and you're just posing what 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 is like the normal default model, um, they will, mm-hmm. they will assess your work, but not like in a very critical way. But they'll look at your work and. What, no. What is worth something? Because it, it, there, it's like everybody yeah. will look at it and be like, "Okay, the pose is really nice, or you have really good lighting, or I just like it." You know, it, 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 we have such a wide spectrum there of artists <laughs> and abilities that mm-hmm. I feel like the, the, the artists that are like a million times better than me, I, I, I don't feel <laughs> like less than them or discouraged
0: no because we we all just end up chatting in there everyone just talks like we're friends yeah Yeah, exactly so that being bringing up that subject who what other uh artists of the same medium have kind of inspired you who do you look up to i know square it's
1: definitely okay there's a Squarepeg is number 1 for me because their their level of detail, their level of art, their their level of dedication to this medium is something that is inspiring to me cuz it it helps me get better. I see what he does and I'm like, "Damn, that's cool.
0: I, I need to know
1: how he did it and then I also need to know and do it better." Uh, in, a, <laughs> in a friendly way, not like I'm jealous. It's just more like, "Okay, yeah, I can yeah. do it
0: I can think
1: I can do it better. And then um, the other artist would be Fuckhead Manip. Uh, he he oh, yeah. was an artist that when I started back in uh, XNA Laura, which was the video game program, his work was similar to mine, but there was a level of detail that was just good. And I through him I found Daz. Mm-hmm. He, he was the guy that got me into Daz. And Mm-hmm. I I still really like his work. He definitely has a detail uh, a detail and a style that's of his own, and I'm not trying to ever copy mm-hmm. that, but it, it definitely helps in for him. It's it, it's something that he taken yeah. and made his own.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, his. I think he he was the one that I was uh, auditioning for the uh, Laura Croft film.
1: I don't. Remember i i'm not i'm not sure if he still works for i uh video like uh, uh voice actresses anymore i I think I remember seeing
0: okay. a Twitter
1: post saying that he just couldn't handle now i'm not quoting him exactly but i, I think it was something along <laughs> the lines of like there was a lot of mistimings with other other actresses so he just doesn't want to do those anymore <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I remember he was really, I, I remember him being really frustrated that he couldn't find an authentic like English actress to do Laura Croft because I was uh, doing elocution lessons with my now ex-grandparent-in-laws, <laughs> yeah. my ex-husband's grandparents because they're from England. And uh, so I was practicing English accent to audition. And I, I specifically, rem- I only remember it was him because uh, I had to show them the lines. But when I showed them, his name fuckhead was on top, of the, on top of the conversation and they're really religious and I was like ah oh, shit <laughs> yeah i
1: mean he he also <laughs> is a very dedicated individual
0: uh, <clears throat> oh yeah that's absolutely.
1: one thing i really admire about a lot of people in in this uh, not industry but just in this hobby is just the amount of dedication that yeah. they can put towards this this craft uh I, Mm-hmm. i want to say i have it but at the same time i don't <laughs> it's this weird thing where, <laughs> like I, i'm i'm my worst enemy i i'm my worst I critic
0: mean,
1: when it comes to
0: you, I, yeah you are <laughs> and,
1: and just my abilities so like i get discouraged very easily but not by other people actually when other people tell me that my work is shit that when other people tell me that um my work is scary because it hits the uncanny, uncanny valley Because I'm doing something right. That means I'm getting close. Especially when I get to the
0: exactly. Somebody says
1: to me, like, "Mm, it looks it looks like somebody, but there's something that's off. I know that I did something right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's realistic and it kind of hits your eye in that way where it's like your mind doesn't want
1: to take it as real. That means you're doing like to me, that means I'm doing something right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um so yeah i knew right away you were gonna say square i was just talking to square like yesterday or the day before on yes, 3dx um so
1: i said oh, so damn. was i
0: oh damn we missed each other <laughs> so uh, i wanted to ask how do you how has your personal life affected or contributed to your art like do you i know you base some of your characters and stuff off of people in your life
1: yes but that's with permission um mm-hmm oh yeah well yeah of course like i don't i don't do work that's not of their knowledge especially recently um because i i at first when i when i first began i I tried to keep it as much of a secret as i could something that i uh i was i was i liked doing but it was something that i wasn't necessarily too proud of um and slowly just came up in conversation. No one ever found my work and they're like, Hey, look at this. And then I, I would tell them like, Oh, that's me. Just so you know, Uh, (laughs) it never (laughs) came up like that, but it was definitely more of um, just, I have a lot of artistic friends so they can appreciate my work in a very artistic way. And I usually try I try to show them like, here's something that's more artistic. You know, it's just naked and
0: not sexy. Yeah.
1: Um. So they they've seen that work. I mean, a lot of my friends, I feel like that know this side of me has, has seen more or less everything. Because they were introduced mm-hmm. first through more artistic stuff, but they they'd be like, "Hey, what's your what's your handle? What's your name?" And from there, I was like, "Okay, but just so you know, there's a lot of things that." <laughs> Not necessarily you don't want to see, but you might not creepy. have thought about. Him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I I like to work off, like you said, not necessarily people I know, but I like to work off models. So I tend to find a lot of amateur work and base my either amateur mm-hmm. work or other uh, porn actresses and base a character mm-hmm. off of that, because. Um, <laughs> yeah uh, here's something funny i like to think of um porn is the best thing you can do if you want to work on somebody's face uh like reference wise
0: Re- oh, really yes
1: because when 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 sometimes well, like when i try to find a celebrity i can't always find the perfect straight on face or what, the, what is what does their head look like from a top down angle without going through let's say an actress's movies <laughs> Port actress will give
0: me every yeah.
1: single angle I want. Every single angle I want.
0: <laughs> that is actually real, I never would have thought about that. But that's a good point, especially the top-down yeah, angle. Yeah, well,
1: top-down angle. But every I can get every angle and usually any emotion.
0: Yeah, that's true. So I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um what's been do you have like a favorite piece of work that you've done either something you've done on your own or a commission do you have like something that you're particularly proud of or that you really liked doing um
1: I would say the 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 thing I really like doing um is one of my OC characters original characters OC character that's redundant because OC just means original character all right I do. Uh,
0: I'd, say, I'd say the thing I'm
1: most proud of is um, my character Danny. Uh, you, I don't, I haven't done her a lot uh, as of recent, especially, but she's.
0: It sounds familiar. Well, she's definitely
1: a character that I've worked on for since the very beginning. She's just somebody I've always had in my uh, character list, <laughs> and slowly but surely, I've made her. More realistic, and to certain points, because like, I have certain people that really like that character. More sexy, um, and it's mm-hmm. just—it's a, a character I've been proud of because through each iteration of um, like Genesis models, right now I'm on Genesis Eight, <clears throat> but through each iteration of Genesis models, she's always a character I've always remade and improved on. So I'd say mm-hmm. that she's my most favorite like piece to work with.
0: And like, where, where did she come from? Was she inspired by something or what does she look like? Uh, well,
1: she's like, not like she's chubby, but not super chubby. That heavy set. (laughs) Um, it looks kind of nerdy. Um, it's just inspired just from a lot of, uh, images that kind of came across through, uh, back in the day. (laughs) And it's just a character that I've just morphed into or morphed with the style I've, uh, grown as the years have gone by because she's definitely a combination of a ton of different things.
0: I love that. I see I I recognize the name. What did you do something with her recently that I would have seen? Nope. She's No, what why do I know the fucking name?
1: I don't know. That's
0: That's weird. (laughs) In the past,
1: when especially on Tumblr, but as of recent it's not that I don't want to, and I've actually gotten requests for her to be featured in a couple of images. Just never did it.
0: Oh. Just never got around to it. Just... You got you got a ton of shit going on. Yeah. Always do. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is your moment to plug.
1: Well, uh, I'm on Tumblr. and no, not Tumblr. Oh, I wasn't. I, my stuff is kind of still
0: on Tumblr. But... Fuck Tumblr yeah. now.
1: <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of my handles are all the same. I can uh, Tumblr, Twitter, and Patreon. Uh, Destorotica. uh You just go with that. Uh, I do have a coffee. Never used it. I it's same name. Uh no,
0: actually. I- you have a coffee.
1: What? It's just a thing so people can donate. To-
0: coffee.
1: Yeah, C- no, let's see, see, K O F I coffee. You it- I
0: have never heard of that. I don't use it. <laughs>
1: um i might start playing these <laughs> i do have a gumroad uh which i have what two comics on there so far it's uh, destoyu it's d e s t o i u cuz they're not too keen on erotica content a uh, gumroad <laughs> so i wanted to at least keep that name safe uh i will be for people that want to start making uh 3d models or, or or at least try to do what i do i will start be <laughs> will be starting to post my celebrity morphs on there i already have one uh i don't have it by name on there but this one's based off christina Hendricks, who's famous from mad men i believe i know her from drive but
0: I was gonna. I was gonna say I don't recognize. Recognize. Is she the redhead?
1: Uh, she's a redhead with a huge rack.
0: <laughs> okay, because that's the only character I know from Mad Men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do like her though. She's those are, like big red lips. Mm, yeah. Yum. So
1: she's the first release right now. I'm not sure who I'm gonna release second. I might release my Scarlett Johansson morph next month, and I have a couple other things
0: ooh, ooh. in the
1: pipeline, but we'll see what ends up happening.
0: Alright, so that's Dest Erotica D-E-S-T Erotica yep. no <laughs> On, uh, what was it, Patreon uh... Yeah, no spaces On uh, Patreon And, where and was...
1: Twitter uh, Twitter's the best best way to see my work You can also find my work on Rule 34 uh, But you could just search Dest on there And you'll be able to find Like a lot of my old works And see how i progress progressed throughout the years
0: I recommend. Oh, what is that one? It's like the first thing I've ever saw of yours, and uh, it was. It's the the chick with the little pink pixie cut and the little pink ball. Ah, Manat. Manat? I don't know. I like. I still from like two years ago when we met. I fucking remember her, and she's always my gonna be my favorite of yours. <laughs> I, I want to go back and find her, but it's two years of stuff to go through, and I'm a little yeah. Well, if you go on Rule Thirty Four, you right. can find Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! (laughs) Then maybe I will. Uh, All right, thank you so much, and we're gonna have you on for um, other episodes as well because I love you. I love you. You, 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 we what now? I didn't hear you. (laughs) You actually (laughs) cut out during that one, but I'll I'll give it to you. (laughs) Okay. See that. Okay, we'll be right back, and we will say goodbye to Dest for now, and we will bring him back for another episode in the future. So, bye! See, ya. See you later. <music> Thanks for joining us today and meeting Dest Erotica. Don't forget, you can visit me at. Patreon at Scarlet's Fantasies, that's Scarlet with one T. Discord server is Scarlet's Feet and Fantasies, also Scarlet with one T, Scarlet's Feet and Fantasies. And don't forget, you can send us in a little message on Anchor. You can send a little uh, voice clip, less than one minute. Any questions, comments about the podcast, any advice, sex advice or questions you want to ask to be featured on a podcast, you can also uh, message me either on Discord or you can send in my email, ukscarletsff at gmail.com. That's U-K-S-C-A-R-L-E-T-S-F-F at gmail.com. So feel free to send in your questions, sexual advice, anything like that. See you all next time.
1: Talk dirty to me. <laughs>